0: The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own.
1: This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold.
0: The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is week three, and this is the third edition of the Federal Football Report 2021 2022 season. He's Kevin Stanfield, our apologetics on uh, Federal News Network. The day following the game, you can hear us at 7 p.m. Uh, so that would be Monday, 7 p.m. But by the way, if you listen to this now on the radio and at the podcast, you know it's. Uh, Monday at 7 p.m. because you're listening right right now and you probably have a clock near you. But I'm saying that in case you're listening to the podcast ahead of the radio broadcast or even after the radio broadcast. You're like, I want to check these guys out on radio. So that's that's, uh, Federal News Network, 1500 a.m. in Washington, D.C. You can hear uh online federal or you can just listen whenever you want to uh on any of your fine podcast platforms. The Washington football team uh falls to one and two after it doesn't matter what the score was, they lost to the Buffalo <laughs> to the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. No need to get caught up in, in in details and and numbers and things like that, right, Kevin? We just know that they, they lost to the Buffalo Bills. Now, here's the thing: yeah, Kevin is Kevin is Kevin's gonna go down maybe a list of things that he's disappointed about and just and 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 I understand it and I get it because I feel the same way. However, I'm going to say this that Washington football fans, clear thinking Washington football fans have no reason to be upset about anything. If you came into the season with a clear-eyed view. Here's what I'm going to say this. Hmm. Because hmm. after seeing the schedule uh for the first 3 games, uh who wouldn't have thought after playing the Chargers the Giants, and then the Bills that this team wouldn't be one and two. This is exactly where I thought they would be. I thought that they would either open up the season with a big win against the Chargers and then lose the Giants, or they would flip-flop it. And flip-flop it is what they did. They, they, they lost to the Chargers but beat the Giants. And that's what. And, and by the way, we talked about it last week, that win, you know, uh, man, the, by the thin of, of, of margins. And then they lose to the Bills, who's a, who's a pretty good team. Now, I'd like to break this, the, the season down in quarters, and maybe we can go a quarter and some change simply because we have more than just the 16 games. We have 17 games. Next week's the Falcons. Got them beating the Falcons. After four, I thought they'd beat two and two. No reason to panic. Kevin,
0: proceed with panicking. I have to um, change the direction of this conversation because I'm concerned <laughs> about something. I, I, everything you said is, is valid it's perfect yes. i'm going to address all of it mm-hmm. but <laughs> but i started something on twitter yesterday at stanfield kevin and mm-hmm. I, I made a simple statement and it has gotten the largest response uh likes dislikes verbal comments retweets that i've ever gotten mm-hmm. on twitter okay
2: and- so let me get this start so you're starting some sort of social media uh uh uh, uh i guess we because- Say B for some sort of controversy on social media. Everyone Apparently, I didn't realize that. Like
0: that. I just this was something I felt what for did, a long time. I just had to say it. <laughs> okay. I said I asked the question. Is Ben's Chili Bowl, the most overrated eatery in modern civilization. You want to talk about that
2: before we talk about this game? <laughs> I don't know. That's fine. You know, that's fine. We can do it because, I mean, <laughs> honestly, they
0: lost. I, I had to throw it out there. To talk about when it comes I had to, <laughs> to throw it out there. I just had to okay. throw it out there because mm-hmm. the response I got, I, well, I'm tweeting during the game, and I'm still getting a response about Ben's Chili Bowl. Now, we can come back to that. Either way you want to do it, we can come back because I'm I'm stunned by both. <laughs> Uh, the game by And by the response. Yeah, on that. Yeah.
2: OK, well, here's what I'm we're just thinking. What yeah, we'll okay. do is let's continue. Let's continue to talk about the game. OK. Um, all right. And then we'll come back to Ben Shirley Bowl in the second segment. Okay. Um, you know, and, and now, again, I just laid out to you real quickly why there's no need to panic. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. feel as if you're going to go ahead and you're going to start to panic. So mm-hmm. go right ahead and and proceed with panic.
0: It's time to panic. Uh, It's it's time. It's time. Uh, Last year uh, was a learning year, culture changing year. See what you got. Use what you got. Do a better job with the ingredients than the previous regime. We saw some flashes. Invested a a very, very, very high draft pick in a generational player, a -a once-in-a-lifetime type player, a player Mm -hmm. that could change the game and force defenses to react to him. I invested a lot of that this year had a full training camp. You know, we lost some time because of COVID had a full camp this year. No mm-hmm. excuses. Injuries have been at a minimum. We have been mm-hmm. one of the healthiest teams in the league. Uh, got the quarterback, went out on the free agent market, got the quarterback you wanted. Mm -hmm. And we are. And here we are. Here we are. Now the injury thing, the fits can't, they can't control that, but they made some personnel decisions toward the end of the season. Some surprising decisions where they cut some guys off the defense that played uh, pretty well for them last year. They decided Mm -hmm. to keep a bare minimum of linebackers on the roster and, and here you are you're a a, a year into your scheme you had all your mini camps you had a full training camp and this is the best you can do i will see see, what they're going to do to get get any better
2: what else do do they panic well well, see here's the thing and
0: and 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 i kind
2: of alluded to it early when i opened the show um is the fact that well where did you think they'd be after three games i mean when you looked at the schedule the chargers giants Bills again for me week four you know two and two is where I thought you know what I mean and if you're going in one and three I'm thinking ah okay now let's but two and two is exactly where I thought they'd be after these
0: three games oh well I, I looked at especially solid three especially
2: with with the Chargers game being winnable and the Giants game quite frankly they probably should have lost so still one
0: and two no matter which way you which way you 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 know you do it. Well, first of all, you know, we were we were assuming that we had a, a quarterback who was gonna bring the magic instead of the tragic, right? You know, and it wasn't <laughs> his fault. He was a victim of the tragic instead of the magic, <laughs> right? But I'm I'm thinking that um pro high level, highly recommended coaches that that there would be an improvement from what we saw last year. Like last year was just a building block and it was enough to give the 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 eventual super bowl champions a run for the money right you know sure mm-hmm. uh, go you know a success story golden boy Heineke, and everything all everything all the fandom wrapped up into that but i think there was some realism involved that i expected a natural progression from this team i expected them to pick up where they left off at the end of the year and come mm-hmm. in with a little swagger and right. and 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 i just don't see it i just see it it is really befuddling man, because I just see guys who are, it's not like they're going through the motion. I'm not saying the guys aren't trying, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, when you have no pressure, no pass rush pressure, none, that's supposed to be the bread and butter of the team. Right. When well. you got four number one picks up there, mm-hmm. well, three and a half, cause sweat uh, is, is, you know, late, late uh, first, early second. Right. But with, and that's supposed to be your foundation. Mm-hmm. It's,
2: it's, it's just not happening. Well, here's that. what's interesting. We always talk about how this team has four first ball, every team has four first round. <laughs> straight so them away. I mean, if, eventually <laughs> if you give everybody four years, everybody's got at least four of them on the team. That's year. right. So that's right. Here's what I want to do. Speaking of swagger, let's bring our boy Jamal Bowen in. Yeah. Uh, and Jamal, tell, uh Jamal, uh, he's got the fancy podcast there on T O P with all the T O P reports. Oh, tell the name the name now. of the show and, and, and where people can find it. And then I want to set set this up for you the way I set it up for Kevin and see if you agree or not. Uh, and then uh, a few other things I want to jump on when it comes to the Washington football team.
1: The name of your show, Jamal, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate you, brother. Y'all know I'm here all the time. All right. <laughs> Anytime y'all just to give me the time and place, y'all know mm-hmm. I be here. All, mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> Love to chop it up with y'all. Uh, DMV Sports round, football roundtable now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it on iTunes at uh, WTOP app. And uh, podcast one app, nice, but, nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of this game. Gavin, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and that's the exact same way
2: Kevin started the show. Like before we started, you know, I, you know, I don't know what to say. And then he was like, "Well, I don't know whether we talk about this game, or we talk about the Street really? Bowl controversy that he started." And then you're saying the same thing. Here's my reasoning, and I said, and "I'm saying, you know, Washington football team fans, I know how it gets in this area." but there's no need for panic after three games. I'm looking at the schedule. Cause here's the thing. We got the 17 game schedule and there were so many people, Oh, you know, they're going, they're, you know, they're going to be 13 and four and they're, you know, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be 12 and five. And I'm looking like where do you see this? Where where do you see it? I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, you know, after the first 3, I I see a 1 and 2 team with Atlanta on deck and a mm-hmm. very winnable game against Atlanta to go 2 and 4 after the first quarter. I mean, 2 and 2 after the first quarter of the season. They're right on track. They're right on track with with what I thought. After 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 the first 3 games, J- Jamal, is there reason to panic or is it, are you, can you look at the schedule and say, okay, we've got now? And here's the thing I'll say one and three with a possible two and one because the charges are are get. You can get that team. Mm-hmm. But one and two or two
1: and one, right where you thought, right where I thought? You know, it depends on where your expectations were. Uh, some people thought this team were higher, uh, like you said, the 13, 12 over 11 wins. Uh, some people thought. You know, maybe four or five wins. Some people thought they were just either above or right below five hundred. Mm-hmm. They could be any of that. <laughs> uh, this is prior to uh, Fitzpatrick's, uh, you know, untimely injury. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I really don't know. I really, just, <laughs> to be honest, I really don't know. Uh, I'm not looking for. I'm not very optimistic. Let's put it that way. Okay. Not because of the offense. This defense, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, has fallen off of 10 clips. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, and I'm not always putting it on the players. I've can, can we bench coaches? I've been trying. <laughs> Is that an option? I've been trying. Because I'm not, I'm not sure what Reed was up to, even going back to week one. Uh, I like Smith Williams as much as the next person. But why is Montez out so much on third downs? Mm-hmm. Why Something is Kevin brought up in last there? week,
2: I think it was, or maybe it was yeah. one. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you got hill, who had, I don't think he participated camp at all. Uh, I think he didn't get any snaps in the preseason. But week one against the Chargers, he's in there at the end, opposite of Chase, on a very critical third down. Why is right. he there? Mm-hmm. Curl played 37 snaps. In the first game against the Chargers. I'm not sure what Del Rio was doing. I've always been on the fence with with uh Turner, but mm-hmm. with him, it's either he's got to get into a rhythm. That's fine. You have all this talent, you've added talent. You brought it Bobby McCain. You have all this talent on the defense have been. Landon Collins is now healthy. I'm not sure what Joe Del Rio has done to take this top five defense down to what a, it, it could be a below 30 at this point. You'd be thirty-two 30 <laughs> too. <laughs> because you're taking a very top tier uh, defense down to nothing. And you play all these great quarterbacks coming up. Herbert is good. Okay. Daniel Jones has a number for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know, you start off. Okay. Allen's been struggling. He's struggling today. Not at all. But you got Matt Ryan. You got Matt Ryan. You got Rodgers. You got Russell. You got Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm leaving people off. Those are the quarterbacks you have to deal with. And if you're going to go over this defense, I don't know. Malik Wilson Wilson at 10. I'll say it right now. Right. (laughs) <laughs> well, see, well, and these, and these, these are the things <laughs> that, that I was is.
2: looking at when I'm thinking, what are people seeing when, when, you know, yeah. when they're looking at 13 wins, 12 wins, I'm like, Mm-mm. I thought that a one and two start, you know, and again, with, with a beatable Atlanta team on the way and you get to two and two was, it would be exact. And, I, and I'm just counting down the schedule. I'm looking okay, here's a win. Here's a loss. Here's a win. Here's two losses. Here's two wins. Here's a lot. And I'm thinking, like you said, right about right about where they were last year, you know, you, you can see them at, at well, with the, with the 17 games, you can't be right at 500, I guess. But right. Mm-hmm. hovering right around 500 with maybe a win or two more or a win or two less, depending on how some of the close games get. But that's exactly what they were last year with the benefit of a bad NFC East, but just mm-hmm. playing better, but still that team. I, and, and maybe, and maybe, and Kevin, let's jump to you. Maybe last year, last year was a getting to the playoffs and 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 and, and elevating expectations was a big disservice. Maybe once the Eagles decided to tank that last game and take Jalen out. That the the football team should have did more and say, No, we're gonna see your tank and we're gonna double tank and we're gonna take Chase Young out and we're gonna take all these people and we're gonna lose it. You guys are gonna we're gonna lose it. Because because maybe that raised the expectation level so much. And because we talk about this all the time. And it put shades on fans. Because again, we're a show other yeah. fans. You know, we can get into QBR and all this kind of garbage, but we don't want to yeah. do that. You go to ESPN radio and listen to whatever talking head they got on there for that. We we're the show of the fans. So maybe it got the fans because you know how, and let's admit it, we know how easy it is for Washington football fans to have, you know, rose-colored shades on in this area. They love the team. And I love that about 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 the fans here. I love it about them. But maybe that skewed their perception of the team. And we forgot all about the fact that well, the East was bad. Well, Dallas had the injuries with Dak and all the other kind of well, the Giants were a dumpster fire and the Eagles didn't know what they were doing. I mean, maybe, I mean, let's be, the coach wasn't even trying to win games the first four weeks of the season until he thought, <laughs> well, oh, wait a minute, the East is bad. Maybe we can make some, another. remember there were press conferences where this man said winning this game wasn't the top thing. We were trying, there were other things we we're trying to figure out. Hey, winning wasn't, <laughs> wasn't exactly what we were focused on, even though it was a winnable game in the fourth quarter. And so maybe getting to the Playoffs in a weird situation last year has made fans in this area think. The team is probably better than they were last year, but yeah, last year's team wasn't
0: great. I'm sorry, go ahead. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> they're supposed to be better. All that aside, you, you <laughs> might be right about all of that. All that aside, this is their second year. They're supposed to be better. They had more they opportunities are? to practice. They're not showing it. They're not performing <laughs> better. I mean, look, I mean, Jamal made some great points about the personnel and the That's personnel decision mm-hmm. and the game playing decision. I, do you... Uh, um, I don't remember seeing Tim Settle in the game at all at any point. And they weren't getting close to Josh Allen. I don't, you know, what, what's the reason for the substitution? Are there packages? Are there schemes? Are these guys out of shape? Why aren't your best players on the field all the time? <laughs> Terry McLaurin, there's no reason in the world, unless he just had a 60-yard run or something, that Terry McLaurin should be standing on the sideline. He catches the ball and goes to the sideline. That should not happen. Yeah, well, when I coached boys' club, I couldn't play all my best players at the same time because everybody had to get in the game <laughs> to play. But this is a boys' club. This is not boys' <laughs> club. Anyway, go ahead, Kevin. All right. This is no, no, but it, what is going on? What is the scheme? What are they doing? There's no rhyme or reason to it. You got you to show me. And these guys are playing so Passively, and that's what mm-hmm. concerns me the most. I mean, they aren't making mistakes of aggr- of aggression. There was one by Chase last week when he uh, just put a little bit of emphasis on the uh, on the. Uh, it wasn't a sack, but after the ball was released and got mm-hmm. a run, the pass call because he he did he wiggled his shoulders. He made no attempt to cover up what he was doing, and that's that was a sign of frustration to me because he has not been getting into not been getting to the quarterback. He has not been uh, double teamed. You see, pain and getting oh all the double teams, mm-hmm. he comes, he does the same thing every single time. He'll come up out of his chance, he'll tiptoe like he's trying to uh like he's playing wide receiver or something, trying to <laughs> like break the guy up. <laughs> and, and 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 that the technique isn't there, uh, mm-hmm. the, the the game awareness isn't there, positional awareness isn't there. The, it's, I saw several occasions where the Buffalo players you'll see. They waited to see which way Chase went, and they just went the other way. And just you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I saw there's something
2: schematically happening. I saw his momentum and and his approach a lot of times take him out of a play um, uh, today. And but but let's and he's a great talent. But let's remember he, this is also only the start of his second year. And even those with great t- talent still has to be coached still has to be. So I want to go to Jamal here. Um, you know, what Chase Young. And you talked about Chase Young that sign of frustration. I saw some, Chase doing something today that I've never seen him do as a pro. He wasn't pacing the sidelines back and forth and encouraging. He mm. was just sitting on the bench looking defeated. And 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 little man, he actually. He asked. He said, is Chase hurt? And I said, no, he's not. <laughs> Emotionally perhaps. I said, but not physically. He's fine. Because <laughs> he, he wasn't pacing back and forth. And so, Jamal, right. your thoughts early on, because again, it, it, all the talent in the world, you know, but 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 still young and, 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 has a, and has something to learn
1: still. He does. And what he's learning is he needs counter moves. And that is something that offensive linemen are starting to figure out about him and also Montez Sweat. Mm-hmm. they win with quickness and if they don't win with quickness they win with power on the bull rush but you don't have a whole lot of counter moves uh you know that, that some of the great pass rushers had uh Lawrence Taylor and guys like that even in interior with, with Reggie White he had a hook move but he had some other moves with him uh yeah. when the offensive lineman does something they have something to counter that uh, JPP used to do that well. Uh, Tuck, OC. Wow, I got real into the Giants right there. But you know, they all <laughs> had, perfect
0: examples though. Mm-hmm. Perfect yeah, they, examples. Are, they
1: all had that. So that's something that they have to learn, and Chase has to learn. Uh, first year, you come out like gangbusters. But everybody watches film. Everybody mm-hmm. figures things out. They see mm-hmm. what you do, what you don't do. You need to. Add on to your game, and they'll, oh, Otherwise, they'll figure you out. Uh, in terms of the coordinator, I don't. You know what? Well, sometimes it felt like we went back in the time in the last uh, two to three games. It looks like Haslett is calling the defensive plays, and Groves is calling <laughs> offense. <laughs> you know, it, I I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turner needs to get into a. I've said it several times. He Needs to get into a groove. Uh, Mm -hmm. He called a brilliant game uh, last Thanksgiving against Dallas. But his consistency, the creativity is there. We Mm -hmm. see that. Uh, The execution from the players and also how he responds to, he's almost like Scott Brooks. He's going to do it till we do it. (laughs) (laughs) But if they're stopping it, then do something else. He won't do nothing else. He just keeps doing what he's doing. You're running into a brick wall. Del mm-hmm. Rio, that is the defense posed me the most mm-hmm. because you're looking at what it, well, it was a top five unit, mm-hmm. and they look absolutely lost in the sauce. I don't know what's going on, and like you said, uh, the fire's not there. Now, mm-hmm. Settle did play uh, to your point, Gabby. He did play because he had to because okay. Adenex was out. Okay, right. <laughs> he had to. Yeah, but you know he had he made a, a, a couple low plays not impactful, but you saw him. Mm. But this team, I, I just don't the linebackers are absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, like
2: Washington, the foo- Washington well, football team, before you get to the linebacker, the football team fans, I'm trying to help you guys with mentality this week. Uh, but Kevin and Jamal is not helping me at all. <laughs> no. You know, <laughs> listen, we've got, we're have got we in the first full weekend of fall. October is right around the corner. Got oh, we've seen this movie. Up.
1: Yeah, it's like... We We've seen end. this movie before. Right. But we know how it ends. Right. <laughs> we know how it the sequel, ends. The sequel's supposed to be better. <laughs> no, it, 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 and it never, Part it never two, is. Part two, three, four, five, and All six. Ain't right. never better. Hey, look,
0: that's the way... Hold on. Hold, on, hold on, Clyde. Since you said that, that reminds me. I just saw the ad on TV for... For Halloween, like twenty, right? Um, no. J.B. Curtis is still after this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, see,
2: Here's what's funny because 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 number one, I love horror movies. Number two, the, the the Halloween series with Michael Myers is probably my favorite. Uh, 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 um, I guess series with the, with the horror movies. And here's the thing: I know the and the killer joints are cheesy. I get it, but. You know it's probably ran its course when the victim is no longer the one being chased by the killer. The killer being chased <laughs> by the victim. <laughs> how you know you got by the
0: the, Come here, like You know. About you know Jamie Lee Curtis many got, got to be like them. eighty years old, man. You <laughs> <laughs> know she got to be eight. <laughs> she's chasing. Yeah, you want the mask? Yeah. Come get it, boy. You know. Yeah, <laughs> so that, gonna, that's what we got to snap. Seen
1: this movie? <laughs> if we if we have seen at our age, you know what I'm saying. If you're 35, 40-plus, mm-hmm. and you've seen all these. We've seen them all. It's like you said, it's cheesy as hell. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, we go back and watch them, and that's what Mm -hmm. it's like for uh, (laughs) Washington fans. That's right. That's
0: exactly right. We've seen horror
1: movie, but we show up. Every Sunday, popcorn in hand, thinking it's going to be something different, and then when it's not, you know, it is what it yes. is.
2: Well, What is? Wasn't I mean? And, and just think about other stuff that goes on in the league, right? Because like right now, as we record this show, I'm sitting here watching the Rams and Tampa Bay, and and and, and the off season here in Washington, we're excited. Oh, Magic or or or, or 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 Tyler Heineke. Oh, who's it going to be? The Rams are excited about Matthew Stafford. Like other teams are making moves and doing things to be dramatically different. There's nothing, and we talked about this last week, or maybe it was week one. There's nothing dramatically, I would have felt better. If they would have just said, you know, Heineke's gonna be the starter, and 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 you could even bring in Andy Dalton in to back him up, but he's no. the guy we're going in with him <laughs> because he did something special against Tampa Bay, and we think he can be the guy. Because at least this is different. At least you're switching it up and you're going with the new guy. Oh, you're going, but but to bring in Fitzpatrick and say, Well, it's gonna be history, like why? We know what he can well, do, and why should we be excited about that? When okay, you've got uh, you, you, I mean, New England did the, did did that with with their rookie quarterback. You've got you got the the Rams in Los Angeles or in St. Louis or wherever they play now, and they bring in <laughs> and they bring in Matthew Stafford. And you're like, that's what you should be excited about, not ooh, Pittsburgh. They want us to get excited about that, but why should the fan we base tried. get excited
1: about that? They tried with Stafford. For the record, they didn't make an offer. We were not on his list. Sure. Staffers, well, of course not. Why would we be? Well, I mean, guy. Yeah, right. I mean, he had a short list, and his main yeah. thing was he wanted to go with McVeigh, uh, mm-hmm. but not for the well, lack of effort well, from suppose, the current office.
2: Well, McVeigh, used to
1: be. Well, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 see,
0: no. No, no, but no. You, no, no. you got to look well, at his no, opportunity
1: too. Yeah, but see, with McVeigh, McVeigh didn't know he was going to get that job. Let's mm-hmm. be honest about this. We <laughs> thought, as I thought. And the organization thought you had about two, maybe three years uh, before you had to make a decision on McVay. McVay didn't even know they were going to make him the youngest uh, head coach. He was not expecting that offer. Mm-hmm. We thought we had at least a year or two after Gruden, then we're going to groom him. But they didn't see it come with McVay. They didn't see it coming with uh, LaFleur, who mm-hmm. also got you know a, a, a head coaching job real quick. They didn't see that. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a, both of them didn't see it. And who's that guy in San Francisco? I didn't see it with Tim? Well, when he wasn't, Shanahan, they had to go. <laughs> <They> <laughs> had, yeah. I mean, the, the, now? the Shanahan, no, Mike messed that up. <laughs> it wasn't Cal's fault. Cal yeah. could have stayed. Uh, Mike made a mess and they had to all go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, clean house, clean house. yeah, they had to clean house, they had to clean house. You know, it's interesting though, was you mentioned the coaches. I was, I just pulled up the coaching staff. We wanted to know, you know, because if, if so many of the players are playing without the, the fire or are allegedly out of position, I look at, at, the, at the coaching staff and I go beyond the, the coordinators, beyond Del Rio and beyond Turner. You know, they've got like 15, 20 other coaches on this staff. <laughs> interestingly... The offensive quality control coach <laughs> is Luke Del Rio.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yes, he is. The
0: defensive quality control coach is Vincent Rivera. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what
2: do what do these quality control coaches do? They, it's not they controlling the, maybe, maybe they're good at their jobs and they're controlling the quality and that's why we're not seeing the quality on the field because they're doing too good of a
0: job. I, I'm they thinking they're standing the on the field after <laughs> practice and they put a little sticker on the player to say inspected by number nine <laughs> you know? so that's that must be what they do and some of these guys are getting on the field without the sticker on. That has to be what's happening because I, I don't see the quality being controlled it's controlled, it's overly controlled there's not enough of the quality you know, but but we'll see what's happening in the, in this organization the coach there's a little bit of nepotism going on right here. Oh, so mm. it's not all, so we can't find that real cuz we got you know, we'll have his son still on the staff but you know <laughs> you so find him it is, too. yeah we could yeah, it's package he has a you you know can go but but you know, something has to be done, right? I tweeted about midway. I said, Don't, you know, we can fire their Rio on Wednesday. Don't fire him on Tuesday because I got something to do and I'll miss it, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> but something has to be done. Some, yeah. something, some action has to be taken. And it's drastic action. We're we we're about five uh hours away, I think, from the dreaded players only meeting. You mm. know, w- once that happens, you know, that means that, that you know, well, you the, know what? They it's need gone. It. It's over. You know but what they need. What? It. They do. They
1: do. Yeah, but what's we'll that happens? Both sides, uh everybody takes place in, in in this blame. But the I would not be upset with a players on the meeting. The coaches have a coaches on the meeting. Everybody <laughs> needs to be held accountable. <laughs> Somebody, including but the quality control on. coaches. They, they need to because be meeting. Ev- you know, a- everybody right now is at fault. No, Everybody. absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And, and and saying that something needs to happen, you're in the right city because D.C. is the place where things happen. Coming up, we've got some uh, uh, the segment that America just loves to hear. Uh, fake news and that, that's coming up next on the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 a.m. the day after the game and anywhere where you get your fine podcast. And also, be sure when you're listening to this show, you can do it either before or after. You got to make sure you check out the Reporters Roundtable uh, with Jamal uh, and, and our guys at WTOP. Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 a.m. the day after the game. Uh, but if you miss it on the radio, obviously you can listen on the podcast uh, whenever uh, you, you you get the chance. And you can also listen to uh, our buddy Jamal Bone podcast uh, there. I want to make sure I get it right. It's the reporters' roundtable, the yeah. football roundtable, right? DMV. DMV Football Roundtable. DMV Football Roundtable. Jamal with, uh, is, is there with with guys, you know, who has inside access and all wow. the knowledge. Of everybody's at WTOP. Jamal, I'm glad that Jamal's actually doing this show with us because he, he gets, you know, <laughs> George Wallace and those guys every week. And so he's doing it with us uh, 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 today. Happy to have it. Now, Jamal knows how this segment goes. It's time now, everybody, yep. for your favorite segment. Kevin, it's time for Fake News or Not. It's time for Fake News or not. There's three statements coming out of D.C. regarding the Washington football team. Kevin and Jamal has to let me know whether it's fake news or whether it's not. That's why the segment's called Fake News or Not. <laughs> That's I'm a good name, boy. I mean, listen, we do things simple here, right? I don't have complex right. schemes. Wasn't that, wasn't that Gruden, where we used to play that sound clip? We said, what you've got to hit to post? And hep, hep, and deep yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Nobody going to a web nose. Yep, yep, yep. In the players don't know what he's talking the, about. The he's talking about. Anyway, all right. We make it simple. Three short phrases. You let me know whether it is fake news or whether it's not. Statement number one. Now uh, Fitzpatrick, we joke a little, we joke a lot. Not even joke, we criticize how big of a move this was made out to be to bring him into in, in, into the uh, to the Washington football team and on the offense. But he hasn't been playing. Uh, offense uh, has been struggling, especially week one, week two. Fitzpatrick had a has a bigger impact on this team than we think.
0: Fake news or not, Kevin? I think that's fake news, and I tell you why. The the, the fact that that they got Fitzpatrick means that they pretty much devalue the quarterback position. I've, I've seriously believed that they thought that any decent quarterback, if he was intelligent enough, can run Scott Turner's offense. So the problem with them <laughs> in their mind is it's not Scott Turner's offense. It's the hmm. person executing it. So, I think that they're wrong there. And I think that Fitzpatrick, uh, Heineke, Kyle Allen, uh, Bruce Allen, anybody running (laughs) this this offense is going to have a problem because his problems with the offense aren't so much – Functionality. I think the problem with his offense is situational. I think okay. that he can't adapt. I think that he he goes into it with the old. Remember how used to, they used to have the thing that Bill Walsh would go into the game with the bull with the card, and he'd have his first 10 plays scripted, period, mm-hmm. and he was going to run those 10. I think that's what Scott Allen is trying to do. No matter what the defense is giving him, when, no matter what the players are feeling, who's hot and who's not, He's going to run those plays, and I just I think that that the fact that Fitzpatrick is not there really doesn't matter because he's going to run. He wants to run anyway, and and actually, you see that that Fitz wasn't thrilled with the offense before he went down because he wasn't being very productive. So at least Heineke is a little bit familiar with it. So I, I really don't think that that has
1: anything to do with what's happening right now. That's me though. Jamal, fake news or not? Uh, I'm agree with Brother Kevin, uh fake news. <laughs> but for a different reason, because I don't think that the starting quarterback or the future quarterback is on this roster. Mm-hmm. He's yet to come. Uh whether it be Howell, Malik Willis, Rattler, uh the kid from Cincinnati, somebody has to be selected in the first round next year. Okay. No matter where wow. they pick. Mm-hmm. Right now. To me, what I see is Fitzpatrick, as soon as we got him, he's a capable placeholder. Mm -hmm. When it comes to Heineke and Allen, what I see from them, you are, you have two solid backups, Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: but your future quarterback is not currently on this roster. Mm -hmm. So to me, you have a good situation uh, for what they had from last year. You thought you had the defense in place, uh, they've disappointed. Mm. You got Terry and you got Gibson. You bring in, uh, you got Logan. You bring in De'Ami Brown. Uh, Curtis Samuel has not hit the field yet, but you right. thought that you had enough around uh, for somebody to step in and be serviceable. But the, yeah, it's fake news because the guy that's going to lead this team to what we hope is the promised land has not landed in Ashburn, D.C. yet.
2: Okay. all right, there you go. That's fake news. Uh, Fake news or not statement number two. The defense is not overrated, but maybe we all bought a little too early into their hype. Fake news or not. Kevin,
0: that's fake news. I I don't think it's hype. I think we've seen uh, we've seen. Production out of Allen, we've seen it out of uh, Payne, we've seen it out of Sweat, we've we've even seen it out of a young Chase Young, which, you know, I would say was youthful exuberance, but he's still young, he's still a baby, Mm -hmm. right, in terms of football years. What's confusing about this defense, uh, to me, are the move, the roster moves they made. I mean, late in the season, I mean. Uh, you know, for all accounts, Ben Juicy is 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 uh, Saint Juicy is is um <laughs> he's he's a decent corner, right? He played big ten well, he's out of Minnesota, I believe, right? He's right. got mm-hmm. the yeah. size. He, mm-hmm. he he you know he's got the the length, right? Is is maybe the game hasn't slowed down for him yet or something? But you you cornerback spot last year, especially due to injuries. A lot of guys got playing time last year late in the season and showed that they could play. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Moreland to be, uh, I believe Moreland was like a sixth round pick or Mm -hmm. it was a late seventh Seventh round round pick, right? Mm -hmm. He was serviceable. They thought that they, anytime, you know, there was a time in this town that anytime a player played well, he was a star. (laughs) Oh boy, (laughs) look at this guy. So they thrust Moreland into the limelight and, you know, it was a struggle for him. You know, the game, it took a little while, but it got to the point where he could play. You know, I wouldn't, maybe he wasn't your starter, but he could play and guys like him. And it, it escapes my mind. Uh, Jamal, you can remind me who were the late cuts, uh, in the, in the secondary, but it, it seems to me, and I said this earlier, the guys they cut play better than the guys they kept. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> where except for Cam curl. Now, you know, cam is, is, is a, is a diamond in the rough. Like my grandfather used to say, even a blind squirrel to get an echo on every once in a while. Right. You know, cam is the keeper. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it, it's it's not that they're overrated. It's like that they're good, they're good ingredients in a in a meal at a fine restaurant. We just need to find a better cook. Okay, okay.
2: <laughs> and it's yeah. not underperforming either. It's just that they're not being put in the right position. Though. I think so. I think okay, so.
1: Jamal, fake news or not, defense we bought uh, into the hype a little too early. No, I'm gonna say fake news. I think they're okay. being mismanaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to your point, yeah, some people are under on underperforming. Uh, Kinder okay. Fuller. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, they put him in the slack, put him in a nickel to be more natural for him. Uh, he played well on the boundary, but they say we move him inside so he can play better. It's more natural for him. Kendall Fuller has been burnt and coffee time for his entire three games. I'm not sure. I don't know what happened to Kendall. I don't know if it's it's mental or I don't know what it is. But Kendall Fuller is not the Fuller that we saw, even last season, or Mm -hmm. before he went to Kansas City. Now, this is the corner that we need because he won a championship in Kansas City. So not only on the field, but mentality-wise, he brings a lot to the table. Mm -hmm. Uh, The rest... Kevin kidney with the, the St. Juicy. I can't it, it, it <laughs> me with that. You know, he but he's in the position where, you know, you see flashes, but he's a rookie. Uh, just like Chase was a rookie, but let's not get say Chase was the baby. He was also defensive rookie of the year in yeah. the entire <laughs> league. So, you know, expectations come with that. Uh people put Damon Davis out of the pasture after week one. He has stepped up. Yes, yes. But the rest, uh, and, and Cole, I, I like Cole as well. But uh, Bostic, my goodness. You want to <laughs> keep him on the field. We, we like his uh, leadership. Mm-hmm. Then give him a clipboard and make him
2: the coach. <laughs> <But> that, <laughs> apparently, says, maybe we can make a new position like a quality control linebacker coach. Like <laughs> you know what? I mean, we can make up a position. He could be
1: that. a player coach. You remember Antoine Carr years ago?
2: Yeah, he yeah. Orlando,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. he was a yeah. player coach. Maybe right. Boston could do something like that. But <laughs> Ron likes him, likes the way he puts uh, other players in uh position to make plays. Uh, I wish he would do it for himself sometimes. Yeah, that's so strange.
0: And, and you make a, a great point about the, the key <laughs> words here Ron likes. You know, yeah. Ron will go with, with something he likes. Against something that's best, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, that he spent a year of putting his signature on this team. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's how we got a Bostic and um, uh, guys of that ilk. I forget the other uh, guy's name. He had linebackers last year with three names uh, that just came out of nowhere (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. and then started playing. it's like, it's like the team needs to build up some type of rapport with one another. Right. You know, I know that takes time, but you Know they they gave up a, prior to today's game, they gave up you know 800 yards of offense, gave up 40 some odd points today. That's these are not confidence building accomplishments here, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You know, back to the earlier point, it's, it's time to panic. That's fine. I took away some of Jamal's fake news that time, but uh, yep. no, that's
2: no, so, so okay. So we got fake news, you know, on on both of those. Uh, the fake news are not. Uh, statement number three uh, uh you know you talked about being you know uh, uh five minutes away from a all from a uh, from a uh, players' meeting uh how about this? We're close to the point where the fan base might start turning on the coaches here fake news or not
0: no that's news that's news um a couple of weeks ago for the past well for the first couple of losses. Well, this is the second loss, but um, for the first loss, definitely. And for part of the Giants, you started to hear a narrative leak out, and it kind of reminded me about the good old days when stuff would leak from Ashburn, that that players were playing. You would hear that the defense was playing out of position or guys aren't, aren't trusting their assignments. They're not following their assignments. They're not trusting, you know, like, you know, it wasn't like we didn't put the guys in the position. It was like the guys weren't doing what they're supposed to do so that's why we got the results that we got, but you know, guys hear this stuff too, you know, it gets back <laughs> to them too. And, and that's why I'm saying this players only meeting is around the corner because um, Scott Turner is the most popular guy in DC. <laughs> He's not people know, you know, they know, they don't have the fan base knows it was daddy as it was with daddy. He wouldn't be coaching mm-hmm. right now. Right. But, but at least when Kyle Shanahan was there with daddy, Kyle, you know, came up with that. I don't know if he invented that read option scheme or whatever, but he knew that was the one that they had to run mm-hmm. in D.C. He mm-hmm. came up with a scheme that worked for the for this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem with him was he didn't adjust when the league adjusted to it. He didn't make the adjustments. But right now, Scott Turner um is, is a question. The defense is a question as a whole. The only one that hasn't been questioned is the special teams coach because they haven't done anything. <laughs> they haven't they have not done anything. They haven't given up any long returns. They haven't had mm-hmm. any long, you know, it, <laughs> we just. You know, that's the only reason. You know what? That might be job security right there. You just keep your head mm-hmm. low and let the smoke <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the fireworks go over you. Yeah. Don't so bring no, that's news issues. right now because they can't file the roster. The, the mm-hmm. roster is they're under contract, you know. There you that, go. You know, you can you can promote one of these other coaches, like uh I forget the young lady's name who was the first assistant coach in the league. Was she the first uh assistant coach in the league? Uh first female assistant coach? Or was mm-hmm. it the label? Mm-hmm. From anyway, give her a job. Make her the first female defensive coordinator in the league. Right, <laughs> Let's right, see what's right. happening, right? Give up. her a yeah. shot. <laughs> see, see <what's... laughs>
2: so Jamal, fake news or not, fan base. We're quick to turn in on, on the coach
1: staff soon. Look, uh this is the third time I've been on with y'all and uh we about to make history. We going 3 for 3. I agree. <laughs> nice. Seven. 3 times in a row. Okay. I don't I feel good, good about that. <laughs> I feel really good so about we, that. we are going 3 for 3. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely news. I what they probably turned last week? <laughs> I know y'all been on Twitter. They've been turned. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh I love our fans and you know whatever we know how we are. Some of us anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We go whatever way the wind blows us sometimes. And when <laughs> something don't look right, we stay on it. And mm-hmm. then with something, hey, look, look over here. It will go mm-hmm. do. But I, I blame it on Snyder for all these years because he's mm-hmm. always showing us something shiny when mm-hmm. everything is messed up over here. Oh, oh look at this. I got yeah. Albert Hainsworth over here. And then he then was, thinking, oh, you know, my, Albert Hainsworth. But <laughs> so we, we, we've always been like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, this fan base is going to go back and forth. Uh, I'm probably more concerned with the hole that Ron has on the team right now. I mm-hmm. thought last season, what he was brought in for was to stabilize the culture, which he did.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, But now
1: mm -hmm. things seem to be, you know, it's swirling out of control. Uh, I still have confidence that Ron will rein it in, but he's got to do that uh, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, sure, Uh, sure. Or like, would it, it, uh, Joe Clark, uh, expeditiously, (laughs) yeah, <laughs> You had to do that real quick. Mm-hmm. You had to get mm-hmm. that together. Because I, I don't understand everything. This team has a boatload of talent mm-hmm. um, on either side of the ball. Uh, QB, you can put that to the side. You've added talent in Bob McCain. And uh, who is – I don't know what's going on with him. William Jackson mm-hmm. has shown his work uh, on the defensive side. The offensive line, you guys are – Flowers had a hell of a play today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and he did. he did. When he turned around and looked at the key. where are you going? <laughs> Follow me. Right. <laughs> and then then he, you know, got short of the first down. But this, I, I don't know. This team is a whirlwind and it's it's always going to be so. I thought Rom was going to be the calming effect. Uh and maybe he can still get back to that with three games in. But like For I sure. said before, this schedule gets no. Easier, mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. got you got to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. You got to figure it out now. If yeah. not, then you know, I'll figure out which quarterback you're going to draft in the top five. <laughs> there you go. It's funny. <laughs> we talked
2: about the the coaching staff. I mean, I, you know, and like I said, for me, I never let it go. And anyone who listens to the show can tell because I always bring it up. A final way to bring it up. I never let it go early in the season last year where you got winnable games and the staff is literally managing the clock and calling plays that, you know, Mm -hmm. is not going to win this game. And he says flat out winning the game just wasn't the priority today. And it's like,
1: yeah, right yeah, then yeah. And there,
2: I'm just like, yeah, I yeah. don't know if that's what we want in a coach long term. Someone who's not yeah. coaching, yeah. you know, yeah. as much as we make fun of Herman Edwards, he's right. I mean, we play to win the game like no one plays exactly. for any other reason than, you know, to win the game. We'll take another quick break and then we'll and then we'll come back with a short segment. We'll preview Atlanta. I've got a question for these two guys. And we'll try to get Kevin Stall on why Ben should be both the most overrated <laughs> restaurant in Washington, D.C. Uh, oh, back. boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: on Federal is that World
2: what he <laughs> said? Exactly, on Federal News (laughs) Network. (laughs) It's the final segment of the week three edition of Federal Football Report or Federal News Network and anywhere where you find your fine podcast. All right, let's look forward to the Atlanta game. I'm going to actually ask you guys this question and wrap your your Atlanta preview into the same kind of answer from you guys. We'll start with Kevin. So you've got Atlanta coming up. What's the? I'm not even going to ask whether you see a win or, or what they need to do to win. The, here's the win or loss. Like, what's the one thing you need to see to feel better this time
0: next week? Kevin. I want to see some want to. I want to see mm-hmm. some scrappiness, some type of attitude. I want to see this guy starting to take this thing personally, not mm-hmm. just be, be, for lack of a better word, for, don't let the game happen to you. Mm-hmm. Make things happen. And if I see them I see, if I see them trying to do that, that'll
1: be a market improvement. There you go. There you go, Jamal. your is back. Mm-hmm. I wanna see these DNs. Pena is back. Matt Ryan ain't going nowhere. Right. They're right. gonna try right.
3: to, you know. That's true.
1: Until uh, uh Julio Jones is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh they got Cordero Patterson, he's a Cordero would take himself out of the game at some point. But yeah, yeah. Matt Ryan is going to be there like a Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Get at him. Pin your ears back. Let the dogs hunt.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting that the thing you both want to see has to do with the defense. And I gotta agree. I'm, yeah. I'm with Jamal. Like, well, I want I want to see pressure from that front four, and I want to see Chase Young back pacing the sidelines. I don't want to see him sitting down with his head down and looking all dejected. I don't want. I, you know, it, it's not a good look for him in 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 that way. And I don't want to see him doing. It. I want to see him pacing the sidelines. I want to see some pressure uh, there on the quarterback. So big controversy. Uh, Kevin started on Twitter, uh, <laughs> I, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Yes, it was yesterday, where, yesterday. Where, yesterday. What was the statement
0: that you made? The statement was, and it started, I, it came, I'll tell you the way it started, right? There's a, I watched Food Network, uh, HDTV. There's this show, uh... Uh, man versus food, where they go to different eateries around the country and just to let people experience like what this city is known for. So when they visited DC, of course they go to Ben's Chili Bowl. And mm-hmm. apparently this dude had never had a chili dog. So uh I forget the owner you know, Ben Ali was the original owner. Now his son uh mm-hmm. is the owner. So he came in and said, Show me the chili dog. So he grabbed a piece of bread, threw a half smoke on it threw some chili on it and so here you go. And he ate it. Wow, that's wonderful. you know. And I said to myself, and I said, well, I might as well tell Twitter. So I tweeted this. I said, <laughs> is Biz Chili Bowl the most overrated eatery in modern civilization? <laughs> and the response i got from this pro and con mm-hmm. i mean first of all people wanted me to throw in a black card they wanted me to throw in a dc card <laughs> other people wanted me to run for president other people <laughs> you know and, and here's just here's my you know the nutshell you know, being from this area, man, if you go to, you know, well, you, you got to go across the river because we only had like two grocery stores in the Southeast, but mm-hmm. you go to a decent <laughs> grocery store, get you a good half smoke. There used to be a good half smoke. Back in the day, it used to be Briggs. They used to be mm-hmm. the company that would get hot dogs and the half smokes, right? I guess they were local meat packing thing whatever, I don't know who the, the good brand name is. So go uptown, go to Georgetown, go to the butcher shop. Get, <laughs> get, you know, get you some good half smokes. Go to any grocery store in the area, get you a can of Texas Pete chili sauce. It comes in a little can, a little smaller than tomato sauce, right? Cost you about a buck and a quarter get your get you some hot you know if you want to spur, splurge a little bit, get some potato rolls or a or whatever right and for that six bucks, oh chop up an onion throw that on there for that six bucks, you have recreated the Ben's chili bowl experience and save yourself about twenty five dollars that's my whole that's my whole point now okay now I'll jump in here now can we go back I know the history i could yeah we'll we'll talk about that, but just from that, that that's uh, what caused
1: that's the controversy. I, I understand your point. Uh, yeah, you know, once you start to franchise things and you get bins at Nets Park and stuff, it mm-hmm. might get watered down a bit. Uh, you've had Obama and uh, <clears throat> Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even really want to mention it, but uh, right, 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 right. You know, it's it's it is a iconic spot for the city. We all know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who would you say? And I'll throw this name out there. Cause you just said eatery, period, right? Right, right, right. Okay, this place is no longer around, unfortunately. So, what do you rate, Horse Dickies? Oh, it's still mm. around. You talking about the uh, the fishbone? It's ain't it? Yeah. No,
0: no, 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 no. It's right what off of, uh, right off of H Street. It's not on H Street. It's uh, a. Okay. Uh, I thought they closed the
1: No. Well, I, I don't by, think by, up from the Auto Zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought the, they closed uh, down.
0: Oh, no, don't tell me that. Well, that, I thought oh, they closed man. Down. <laughs> we'll
1: I got to yeah, get back on Twitter next,
0: then. We'll yeah, yeah the I thought they closed down. <laughs> yeah, well, we will, we will have that. We will have that. But, I will, but, yeah, no, that was worth it. That was worth it because they yeah, would have people yeah. there who apparently had never had a piece of fried fish before in their life. Man, and around, the whole,
1: around the corner. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right.
0: That's right. It was like, it was like, you know, it was good. That's the way you're supposed to do it. You know, Hot and greasy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I would but, say this. Benz for my childhood. Benz was, it's an iconic spot. But like I said before, sometimes when things get, you know, a uh, little bigger and watered down, they might have lost a bit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. still, Benz is a big part of a lot of people's, you know, experience in the city. You know, just like whores and Dickies and and Arthur uh, Treacher's or whatever you want. To <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Well, well, here's the thing: yeah. I get people's I get I get people's um, feelings about it. I get what everyone loves about it. But I'm 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 you know, I don't know if it's the most overrated in human civilization because I haven't been around that long. But but in in my lifetime, hold it. Kevin, I, he calling I, you old. I, 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 I gotta I, I gotta agree with him. I, just, but what I'm saying is, I don't I don't know if. You know, I'm down with Kevin. You know, yeah, it's fine, but you know, and the food's good, but yeah, people go crazy over it.
0: And I'm just like, huh, ah. Yeah, this chili Bowl movie. coming to Nice Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, All right. So? You know, yeah. yeah. Hey, let me, let, me, let me throw this out there now. I, I I mean, this, I'll say
2: this though being from this area, growing up in, growing up in DC and then you know, moving to PG County and stuff like that. You know, Yeah, you can go Ben's chili, chili Bowl if you want, but I'm like, Kevin, You know, take me to Murray's Steakhouse and give me some steakums. I'll
3: take that. <laughs> I'll take
0: that over Ben's Chili Bowl any day. Murray's Steakums. Hey, uh, now just for so those <laughs> listeners who don't know about the history of, of Ben's, uh, Ben Ali was from Trinidad, and I believe he came here. I know it was the early early 60s and back at that time when the D.C. was still a a, a segregated city Mm. and you had uh, like you know the nightlife in D.C. consisted of uh, uh, for for the black community consisted of places like the Lincoln Theater and the Howard Theater and then after the shows there weren't a lot of spots that black people can comfortably go and get a a, a decent meal and Ben's was the spot that's where the as a matter of fact the entertainers used to come there after the show because you you know how segregation was it doesn't matter who you are as long as you're Mm-hmm. Skin was a different color, right you know so that's what actually the the the, the historical significance of this chili bowl can't be overlooked, and mm-hmm. I honor that, and I'm proud of that, and I'm proud to be washingtonian a Washingtonian associated with that however, <laughs> however. <laughs> i and make my, my own this. chili dog yeah.
2: yeah no yeah when i used to work a, um a uh, morning news and political show for a national network uh Ben chili bowl you know we'd get in around 4 30 in the morning quarter to five, and they'd be open and we'd be able to get mm-hmm. pizza and chili yeah. dog and stuff at five o'clock horrible for your health but, it, but we, <laughs> <laughs> we would we would sit our call screen down there uh, to oh, pick God. it up quick shout out by the way uh before we close the show to the university of maryland uh, took my son and my stepdad, we went to the game to the to the beatdown of Kent State. We had great seats, had a wonderful time, and and here's what's interesting. Shout out, I don't know this kid today, I'll find it out, but number 37, he came over, and all the kids came over, like shook hands with the kids and stuff like that, but he gave my son his wristband, and he's been wearing that sweaty, dirty wristband ever since the game. <laughs> and he doesn't even know who 30, number 37 is, but number 37, University of Maryland, cornerback there, uh, there in the secondary. Shout out to that young man. Uh, hope you guys, uh, uh, hoping for a big win this upcoming yeah. Friday for the yeah. Terps mm-hmm. uh, against uh, Iowa. But it'll be a tall task as they start Big Ten play, but hopefully they can, they can get a couple wins out of it. All right, folks, this is the Federal Football Report. Uh, Jamal, one more plug for your show, man.
1: DMV Sports Roundtable. You can find us on Podcast One, the uh, D- WTOPO app, and also Action. It's always a pleasure having
2: them. All right, folks, next week, we'll be at it again on the Federal timeout timeout Time Park out, Roundtable. time out before we leave. Mm-hmm. Levante
0: Gator. Levante, Levante Gator, Levante number 37 for the Terps.